0: Concussion has affected my life in a number of ways. It's been incredibly life-changing. It's taken my work, my hobbies, my life journey in a completely new direction, one that I never thought that I would be a part of, but one that I'm also incredibly grateful to be on.
1: What is a concussion? The answer to this question might seem easy in principle, However, the vague nuances and unpredictable nature associated with this brain injury makes it complex for the general public to understand. For decades, people of all different walks of life have been impacted by their experience with a concussion, and the lack of support and education they are provided throughout the recovery journey. A man walking his dog, a woman working a late night shift, a student participating in recreational sports and many more individuals have experienced life-altering changes as a result of an accident that led to their concussion. The Concussion Experience Podcast aims to serve this misrepresented community by sharing the real-life stories of concussion advocates in an effort to learn more about this complex, invisible injury and the impact it has on our lives. Throughout the course of this season, We have composed three questions to help guide our advocates in sharing their experience with concussions.
0: My name is Lauren. I'm 29 years old and I'm from Adelaide in South Australia. I'm really, really happy and grateful for everything that's happened in my life since my accident, but yes, it definitely has affected my life in in a lot of ways. Pre-injury Lauren was incredibly active and social. I was very fortunate to grow up surrounded by a very close and loving family. I'm the oldest of 3. I have a younger brother, and a sister as well as my mum and dad. And my family are the most important people. They have always made sure that whatever I wanted to do, whoever I wanted to be, I could achieve it. Dancing was also a really big part of my life. Before my accident, I was a ballet dancer and an Irish dancer. I trained twice a week for ballet, three times a week for Irish dancing and competed at state and national levels every year since I was four. It was a big part of Lauren, a big part of who I was. When I graduated from a special education degree in 2000. 16. I was successful in landing a permanent teaching job here in Adelaide, working at a school that specialised in working with students on the autism spectrum. I loved everything about my job I, words can't even describe how much I loved it. I loved the kids. I was really fortunate to work with a lot of different students from a range of of age groups. I loved getting to know the families and I loved working with teachers that were just as passionate about their role and their job as a teacher as I was. And the last class I ever took was the brand new reception students. The day of my accident was May the 9th, 2018, and it was just a regular school day. I was on yard duty at the time, and I noticed one of my young students was stuck on top of this big climbing frame dome that we have in the playground. And it happened quite often during the week and he manages to get himself down safely with just a little bit of guidance. So this situation was not something that was new to me and in my head I knew how to assist him down safely. But for whatever reason on this particular day, I decided to climb up a couple of rails on the climbing frame just to get a little closer to him. I pointed to where he needed to place his foot next. He did it and again and again until he was down at my level. And before I could get myself down, He had hold of my top. He jumped and I simply lost my balance, fell backwards and hit the back left side of my head on a big metal pole on the way down to the ground. And that was it. That's all it took. Five minutes to change my entire life. And looking back, that was a statement that I was very much not aware of at the time.
1: What were the biggest challenges you faced?
0: Some of the biggest challenges i faced since my accident was you know, obviously living and recovering from a concussion, myotropanic brain injury. I have a cervical spine injury now, a visual ocular mismatch, which is basically the way my brain and my visual system work together are um, not in sync anymore. And a sleep disorder, which is a new one called narcolepsy and I haven't been able to return to my teaching career yet. And I was 25 years old at the time of my accident in my third year of teaching at a job that I put above everything else. My worth, my sense of self, my purpose, who I was as a person was all about my job and what I did for a living. And before my accident, I had no idea how unhealthy that mindset truly was and how much it was going to impact my rehab and recovery. So that's been a really big challenge to overcome for me, my sense of loss, my sense of identity, and my sense of purpose in life. I suddenly couldn't work. I couldn't go to the gym, I couldn't dance, I couldn't socialize with friends because I could barely hold conversations or get out of bed. I mean, I was barely able to stay awake. The only times I would leave the house would be to go to rehab and specialist appointments, and that's not a nice way to live. I was in constant pain. The neuro fatigue is just incredibly debilitating and life-changing. I couldn't go for walks anymore. I couldn't process information properly. I was having difficulty finding my words. And of course, you know, if you're struggling with all of that, your mental health just takes a very sudden decline. And that's what happened. That's what happened to me. I went from this confident 25-year-old young woman passionate about her job to basically a broken shell of a person. When I couldn't identify myself with any of those characteristics anymore, I didn't know who I was. And that was incredibly scary and a feeling that I wouldn't wish upon anybody. I know now, you know, three years in the making that what makes me Lauren is more about the values. And beliefs that I hold dearly, and what kind of person I want to be, rather than those superficial characteristics, such as you know how much I socialize or the activities I'm good at or how successful I am. My worth is defined by the qualities that make me a better person, and that's something that I need to keep reminding myself. And I hope that I can remind others that are listening right now. Is because it took me a long time to get through those dark moments before I started recognizing my strengths again. And that's something that everybody really does need to remember: how strong you are. My rehab. Over the last three years have consisted of neurophysio, occupational therapist, psychologist, behavioural optometrist, chiropractor, as well as the recent introduction of a personal trainer and Pilates under the instruction of a physiotherapist, which I'm really excited about. And I'm very fortunate to have had the team of specialists I have worked with over this process. I know if there's one thing that I've learned is that I'm extremely lucky to have received the kind of treatment that I did so quickly and so early on because I know that there are so many other people going through the same things that I am completely alone and completely by themselves. So I understand that that can be a really, really big struggle for some people. So I'm very fortunate to have had a medical team by my side.
1: What does being an advocate mean to you?
0: advocating for invisible injuries like concussion and brain injury is something of great importance to me now. It's kind of like, you know, my teaching career, going through uni, my three years of teaching, and then my accident has kind of set me up on this path that maybe was always meant for me. Maybe this was something that I was supposed to go through. I'm supposed to overcome these obstacles in order to find my true purpose in life. And maybe my my true purpose is... To continue advocating and supporting other people going through similar experiences, because I know how difficult firsthand lived experiences is, is everything here. I know how difficult that it really can be. Um, it's been two years since I created the Orange Butterfly website and social media pages. I decided to publish on my one year anniversary after sharing what I had written about my story with some of my family and close friends and I saw how much it helped them to better understand how I was feeling and what I was going through. And I thought to myself that if my words have helped my family so much, there must be other people out there going through the same things that I am, feeling really lost and really misunderstood. And that maybe my words will be able to help them too. So when I published on my one year anniversary, I knew that it has, it was the best decision by far that I was ever gonna make throughout my, my recovery. I'm so thankful I had the people around me to encourage me to embrace the vulnerability and uncertainty that does come with being so open with our personal stories and sharing some of those intimate details with the world, basically. But um, sharing and posting on the Orange Butterfly and connecting and forming these friendships with other individuals with brain injuries have made me feel less alone. It's made me feel like I wasn't going crazy and that there are other people out there feeling the same things that I was. And then it was totally okay. And it made me feel like I belonged in this world again. And that's a feeling that everybody deserves to have. I was receiving messages from people saying that, you know, they cried when they came across my story and read my blog because they had been struggling to find the words to describe to people and explain to those around them what they were going through. And they didn't have to anymore because my story was acting as their voice and they wanted to thank me. And I had messages from family members saying that how reading my story has helped them better understand what their loved one is going through. So there is, you know, no negatives for me for advocating and sharing my story with the world because it's it's been unbelievable and one that I'm going to continue to do because I'm so passionate. I know that words and spreading this understanding and community education around concussion that is so misunderstood and not spoken about enough in society, that's going to promote change. Is the only way we're going to seek those changes and break down this you know, stupid stigma that comes with brain injury in society. And I'm making that my number one priority now. I feel like one of the main reasons why people give up so fast as well is because they tend to look at how far they still have to go instead of how far they've come. And that's where I wanted to step in as well to advocate and encourage people to notice those small steps they've taken along their recovery or life journey, whatever they're going through in order to be where they are today and the importance of celebrating those achievements. I think, you know, society makes us get so caught up in striving to achieve these big milestone goals in life that if we don't achieve them when we want or when when society tells us that we need to by a certain age or whatever it is, we feel like we aren't good enough. And that's not the case at all. You know, at the beginning of my rehab, I was constantly failing at every task I tried. And when you're failing over and over again at tasks you once could do successfully, that positive mindset can be hard to find. But I hope my blog has helped people find their positivity amongst all of the challenges. And in saying that, positivity is is really, really important. But let's also normalize setbacks. Let's normalize difficult times and asking for help when we need it. And let's normalize acknowledging that shit days are going to happen, especially through concussion and brain injury recovery. Let's listen to people. Let's be there for them when they need it most and I hope my blog is a safe space for people to reach out to if they need someone to talk to as well because I am on the end of that DM and I will always be here.
1: We want to thank Lauren Spear for sharing her story and providing more awareness and understanding to this complex invisible injury. If you found Lauren's story to be insightful, then we encourage you to share it with the people in your circle and join us in bringing more awareness to concussions and traumatic brain injuries. Advocates are inspiring individuals that take the time to openly share their experience with this injury in an effort to help us challenge the stigma. And if you're interested in joining this community or wanna learn more about this program, then visit our website at www.headsupcan.ca slash advocates for more information. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Concussion Experience Podcast. And it would mean so much to us if you could leave a rating and review below to help us continue growing this initiative.